Welcome to the Gen Z Stoic Podcast, episode number five, which is a stoic how-to on navigating the ups and downs of your family situation and your family life. I'm your host, Ren. I'm your host, Mateo. And let's get right into today's topic, which I think is a good follow-up to our previous episode on friends. Agreed. Uh, so today we're going to be covering uh, how, like friends, as we mentioned in our last episode, family is crucial uh, towards self-growth and success, and we believe that ultimately your family should be your number one supporter in an ideal situation, but we're here to explain that we understand that it's not in a lot a lot of cases, unfortunately. Um, we're going to talk about a family's value in a Stoic's life and how to then cope with making the best of a negative family situation, and then we're going to end on how to... Um, take action on having a positive family situation and how to leverage that into your life. Well, we think it's important to acknowledge that um, often family life is a mix of both good and bad. There's no perfect, you know, terrible family or great family. And so by discussing both sides, we hope to kind of, um, I know it's an impossible task to completely capture the nuance of a family, but we kind of hope to acknowledge that and cover it a little bit. But let's start with simply what the value of family is, especially to a stoic. Um, a Stoic always needs tools beyond himself or herself to improve themselves. And your family, in, again, the ideal situation, is going to be the best tool to do so. Because in your family, you trust no one more. You have no one who accepts you more. You say that, you know, right. a mother's love is like no one else's. Right. It's or, a structure. It's or a father's love. And it's your basic foundation. When you go home, you are yourself. Right. That's not necessarily true when you're with other people. And you are accepted as yourself in yep. an ideal situation at home. And it provides a refuge from the outside world in terms of that acceptance right. and the fact that you don't have to deal with judgment. And so that's all goes towards value and self-growth because in good times, they're there to cheer you on and they're there to encourage your habits. In bad times, they're there to call you out because, again, ideally, your parents and your family have your best interests in mind. Hopefully, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, let's move on to um, the first situation that we're going to talk about today, which is a bad or negative family dynamic that you have going on. And again, we just want to explain, we understand that this is not just a black and white issue, but we're trying to over-encompass all of the... We're just trying to give um, our audience as much of a guide as we can in the time that we are allotted, and hopefully this episode does that. And stoicism is a perfect lens to look through family. Um, Stoicism is all about accepting that some things are outside of your control, especially things that may be harder, may be considered trials, which test your strength, test your resilience, test your virtue, and that we need to accept this and accept that that's just the condition of being human and going throughout life, and that when we accept this, we see it as a challenge rather than a setback. And that's exactly what family is. If it's a negative situation, it is something that is definitely outside of your control. Family is something that you are born into and have no control, no choice over. And if it's a bad or negative situation, for whatever reason, you see it as something that's outside of your control, but something that you can use to challenge yourself and grow Mm -hmm. instead of adopting that victim mindset. Right. Viktor Frankl says that when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are then challenged to change ourselves. And I think that that perfectly sums up family. Um, You can't change your family. You can't change who you're born into, who you, who you live with. And because of that, the only thing you can change is yourself. Right. And when you're talking about changing yourself, I think there's two, um, circumstances that are negative in a family where you can't change yourself and one is in an all-encompassing circumstance meaning where the entire family is in the same negative boat you know you're all in the same situation and the other one would be the individual negative circumstance where you feel like you're singled out isolated uh, you're apart from your family uh, but so the first one would be 
like we said, the all-encompassing value or um, negative circumstance, which is where everybody's in the same boat and we're all trying to navigate these same waters at the same time together. So now we have to recognize that while we're unable to control these outside factors, we can control our demeanor and the amount of time that we dedicate to dwelling on something that doesn't matter that we don't have control over rather saying, oh, this isn't fair, rather than just accepting it for what it is, moving on and taking action for it. Seneca says, being poor is not having too little, it's wanting more. So ultimately, it's a mindset, and it's how you perceive. Life is just a bunch of perceptions, which is what Stoics believed. So if you perceive something as half full versus half empty, that could be the big change in how you act. Well, and especially because in addition to that, we talk about in Stoicism how we don't place a priority on material goods, material things. Exactly. It's all about how you live. And I think that, you know, we certainly aren't going to blame people for being in poverty or anything like that. But instead of looking at it as, you know, they have more than me or, you know, comparing yourself to others, wanting those material things, think of it as if you have the mentality, if you have the mindset that is better than others, if you are more resilient than others, if you live to the stoic values and you're proud of yourself, think about how, about how much better you feel about yourself in that situation then you know if you know right. i had that car but I, i'm still living with bad values or right. bad morals mm-hmm. and there's certainly something to be said that when you are brought up in that situation you have a drive for more because you have less if, right. if that makes sense you want you want more which can be a good and a bad thing but your drive is also at a higher level because you have less and you have further to right. go everybody certainly starts at the same place in terms of mindset and mentality but not everybody starts in the same place with material wealth and because of that equality focus on that if you're in a bad situation in terms of you know poverty or your whole family dynamic right focus on that rather well, than that's what they say comparison is the thief of joy right so if you're constantly comparing yourself to like what other people have you'll never be grateful for the things that you were gifted and blessed with and um with that being said there's also the second circumstance which i've um maybe my opinion is the more serious one and i know I, one I that we've bo- we've both experienced it's just individualistic, um, where you're either an outsider to your family, your family doesn't accept you, or even just you know a toxic or sadly abusive household, which is all too common in today's world. Um, but it's something that we would like to address and we would like to be there for people for. Right. Um, let's just consider for a fact that, for a second, that no matter how bad your household is, consider it a trial that you must endure, and that is just simply fated to you. When you are presented with say an abusive toxic household you have two options you can either let it engulf you don't let it take up all of your time thinking worrying wondering about instead look at it as a trial that has simply through a higher power through some unfortunate thing that has occurred to you is something that just has happened and there's no changing that it's outside of your control so what do you do look at it as a trial Look at it as a way for yourself to build towards virtue, to build towards reason, to build towards those stoic values, and to ultimately teach you that no matter how hard things get, you can be resilient and you can get through them. And that by using everything that gets thrown at you to build yourself up, you're going to be stronger than many people who um, come against you. Obviously, with that being said, I feel like we have to say, and we do say that if there's abuse in your household, definitely report it we have um in america we have great systems to report that now and that's why we see high rates is that people report it 
much higher than they did in the past. Mm-hmm. Report it and hold those people responsible first and <clears throat> foremost. But in situations where it's either not abuse or God forbid that it's abuse that goes unreported, don't use it to fall apart is what I'm saying. You don't use it as the yeah. excuse to completely abandon your values. Use it as the beacon that I can get through this. This is the toughest thing I have had to go through. Get through that. Maintain your values. And you are more impressive than any other person that I would know. Right. I mean, that's that's all anybody can ask of you is for you to do your best and stick to the things and your duties and fulfill them no matter how you feel. And we understand that although it is very, very difficult, you have Stoics believe that fate is fate. Unfortunately, you can't control fate. Everything has happened for a reason. And so these hard times that you're going through are going to lead to a bigger purpose in your future. And you have to believe that with every ounce in your heart in order to truly be able to get through hard times. And you don't just have to simply take our word for it. There are shining examples of that. If you listen to Terry Crews, you listen to his story of how he grew up in Detroit. He grew up with a very Catholic mother. He grew up with an abusive father, and he got through that. He talked about how he he wanted to kill his father because of what he did to his mother. And eventually he got to a point where that drove him to become the big athletic strong person that he is today. The person that we all know and who is famous. He didn't let that tear him apart. He let that drive him to do great things. And there are more and more examples of that all throughout time. And so just look towards those examples if you need help. And I'll leave, this is a very serious conversation, I'll just leave it with a quote from Seneca that says that hardships are not desirable, but the virtue that is learned from them is the most desirable of all things, enabling us to patiently endure hardships. When you endure these things, find virtue, find reason, find stoic values, and do not find the victim mentality that so many fall under, and you'll become infinitely successful, even though you were set up for failure from the beginning with your family. Right. But with that being said, let's move on to the fun segment, a fun little... Uh, segue from from good, that conversation transition um today before we get into the fun segment want to talk about the giveaway yeah i would just like to announce so we are doing a guest speaker spot giveaway it's going to be given to the person who follows our instagram follows our tiktok subscribes to our youtube and comments on our most recent video um this is something that we would like to do to engage with our audience more and have them engage with us so we can hear what they have to say and we would like to offer uh, it will be randomly selected a person to have a spot on our podcast and discuss issues with us yeah there's no better feedback we can get than getting you here on the podcast so please engage with us on all platforms let us know how we're doing We'd give us constructive criticism yeah. we welcome really everything and we really appreciate the people who have done this so far so thank you guys and let's get to the actual topic of the fun segment which is dream cars today dream cars well you were telling me about yours a little earlier so, so i have two and one's one's new Okay. So my like I've made it purchase that purchase I'm gonna make when like ideally I'd be a millionaire, but you know it's gonna happen. But but like my 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 I made it purchase is an Aston Martin DBS. Sure. Which you know I saw one of those in Huntington Beach. Yeah, they're good. Well, so one of our mutual friends was talking to me about like when he went to Dubai, oh, and like he was showing me. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Well, that's some of the. What's the second one? Uh, it's called a Resvani. It's an Iranian, Iranian brand, I believe. But basically, it's a tank. It's a Resvani, R-E-Z-V-A-N-I, um, Vengeance. They are three hundred grand. So it's like a Batmobile, but a tank. Yes. Wow. Bulletproof. The undercarriage is like resistant to explosives. Like it, you will feel like Batman 
you'll feel like Batman Bane like together when you're driving That's crazy. in. Crazy. So ideally, yeah. I'd have both of those, but okay. those are my dream cars. I'd like to hear. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't want to tank necessarily, but my dream ever since I was just a little kid. Yes, it's cliche, but I always wanted just a black, a matte black Lamborghini Aventador so badly fair enough just because you know for, since i was a little kid i watched like my favorite youtubers growing up just had this car right and i was like i want to do that and now i don't necessarily see it for what it is it's just uh, fulfilling the dreams that i've had since i was a kid that's what the car represents you know but it's pretty cliche but i think that it'd be there's nothing wrong i don't i wouldn't call it cliche it's like a classic and there's nothing wrong no. with a classic I think you can't go wrong with a matte black anything in terms of cars. Matte black, dude, black in general is just a beautiful color. Yeah. Even though it isn't colorful, per se, but it's beautiful. It goes with everything. It complements everything. And it's just like, if you get tinted windows, you get matte black, like nobody knows how you're rolling. It's best feeling. It's like Batman. Yep. So on that note, uh, we're, we are going to segue that into the goods and positives of a family situation, how to leverage those into your life. Um, so first for first and foremost, love for one's family is a positive emotion that does not need to be controlled or maintained. So in Stoicism, we talk about how you have to control your emotions and know when to use them. Love is something that you should never have to suppress. Correct. When it comes to your family, because the problem in the world isn't that love is coming in all types of forms and that we don't understand how one could love another person in a certain way the problem is is that there isn't enough love mm -hmm. hate has overcome love and so if you are loving your family unconditionally that is what's going to lead to a virtuous life and i think that we we were just talking about bad families families don't necessarily have to be who you're born with they are who you choose right and so whether it is like your friends who make your family up because they may not be blood but they have been there for you there for you more than your real family or it is your actual family showing love to your family is like the greatest gift that you can have because your family should be the greatest gift that you have right and showing love is just showing appreciativeness to them and to the higher powers that have given you to them but we would much rather as stoics show love through actions instead of words actions mean a hundred times more than words do and that goes for anything actions over what you say all right. the time and if you do little actions, it doesn't have to be huge displays of affection, just little actions that show that you are grateful, that you are appreciative over time, they add up and you never have to even say the words I love you, even though you should, right. because your actions have stood up for you. And so you don't have to say that because everybody in your family feels that through the way you act towards them. Seneca says that if it were possible, I should prefer to show rather than speak my feelings to those who provide meaning. Your family provides ideally the most meaning to your life because they're the people who have raised you, the people you turn to when times are tough. And so reward them for how they have treated you by treating them constantly with your actions and words, but prioritize your actions, right. treating them with respect, with love, and with just the utmost sense of gratefulness. Right. And inside of those relationships, it's also important to, after you know, you cultivate that sense of gratefulness, you also need to develop trust and loving relationships. Um, this probably speaks more towards people who aren't blood, but you consider family. Like very Be close friends. Right. right. Because family, if it is in a good and positive sense, like we're talking about under this kind of category, you already have that trust and love. It's just kind of built in the relationship from the start. Sure. But because of that, it's a group of people to always fall back on. It says that there's a famous saying that says it takes a village to raise a child. Right. 
and your family in those idealistic situations is that village. Well, that goes back to what you were talking about is you can't do, Stoics don't do things alone. You need a foundational group of people behind you who are strong and support you to help you do these things, right? Uh, And when it comes, you know, even in the most strong group of people, you have to understand that they will get on your nerves at some point, Mm -hmm. you know, but you have to be very mindful and accepting of these minor mistakes and annoyances that your family may bring upon you because ultimately like we talked about in the previous episode about friends they're going to have your best interests in mind and so you have to give them more benefit of the doubt in this case because being forgiving is also a great virtue in stoicism if you hold grudges you're going to be weighed down by all these things that you resent towards people instead of letting them go and just allowing yourself to move on doesn't mean you forget but it means you don't let it hold you back now Marcus Aurelius says, never get into family fights over material things. Give them up willingly and your moral standing will increase in proportion. Like you were talking about earlier, stoicism doesn't base relationships and happiness and satisfaction in materialistic items. We we like to say that stoics just put it mostly in morals and just values in relationships with other people. Correct. And I think that it's important to acknowledge the minor mistakes aren't what matters it's really interesting if you look at the history of some famous stoics if you look at marcus aurelius he had a brother who was a general he didn't live the stoic lifestyle he was famously known for partying but aurelius accepted him as his brother and loved him and gave him more of a benefit of a doubt than he did to others in the community to his soldiers to his like friends and there's something to be said about the fact that your family if it treats you well at home and it has your best interest in mind it deserves more benefit of the doubt than you give to the common man because you're not going to get in silly arguments that damage your relationships over silly things with your family. You have to go home to them. You have to live with them. They're the people who build you up. And so why, simply why would you fight over little things? It's fine to be annoyed, but again, it's controlling and knowing when to express those emotions. Certain things just need to be left alone. Even if it does bother you, that's just part of being mature and being aware that certain things just need to be left alone or else it's going to rise into an issue well and it's a cliche because if you start an argument with a person you really never know in an argument when it's the last time that you're going to be talking to that person if you're talking to your your mother do you really want you cussing her out to be the last thing she hears from you we talk yes you never want that to happen and so it's always important to treat your family members with respect and i think that's how ultimately you leverage those good relationships is you prioritize them. You give them more benefit of the doubt. You prioritize that respect, that gratefulness. You just constantly show your appreciativeness for those relationships. And it seems just as though like fate rewards you is that you appreciate those relationships more and more comes out of those relationships. Mm-hmm. It's the more time you put into them, the more you get out of it. The more you water a plant, the more it's going to grow. And it's the same principle for good relationships. Right. And with that being said, we will wrap up this episode in the interest of our viewers, we are going to keep this episode shorter so that more people can listen to the information and listen to it fully. We understand people have things to do, places to be, so we'd like to put high-quality information just to a shorter time frame. And so <clears throat> what we want you to take away from this video is that family can be used in a positive way, whether it is a good or bad relationship. Certainly, no one deserves abuse. No one deserves a toxic household. Of course. We don't want to see anybody in poverty. We want to see our whole audience become millionaires with us. And succeed, you know, however it matters to them. Yeah. But if you find yourself in that situation, 
there are good things that can come out of it. If you go into it with the right mindset, you go into it with stoic principles and you realize that it's outside of your control. Bad family situations and toxic households teach you strength. They teach you resilience. They teach you virtue. They teach you all of these great skills from a young age. If you're in an abusive or toxic household when you're eight, compare it to your friend who maybe has a loving mother or a loving father who just completely spoil him. Sure, he may seem happier, but down the road, who's going to be more resilient? Exactly. Who's going to have more virtue? Who's going to set themselves up for more success? Well, you've heard that saying, right? Like hard times create strong men. Strong men create easy times. Easy times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. Uh, that certainly applies here. It's not advantageous to be a person going through really tough times. Of course. But there are strategies you can implement and mindsets you can take that get you through it and provide you the strength and courage to get through it mm-hmm. and ultimately be the stronger person of the two when you get through it. And we certainly want to put out there that if you're going through this, if you're in a toxic household, you feel like no one understands you, you know, all of the categories, you know, abuse, domestic, like, we're certainly not professionals, so we're not saying that we can give, you know, qualified advice, but if you feel like you have no other resource, we'd you certainly, yeah, we'd certainly Please like to out. hear from you. There's nothing worse than suffering in silence, and we just went over a whole episode about the importance of friends and mentors, right. and we want to be there for you, so if you feel like you don't have a resource, certainly feel free to reach out to either DM one of us, us on the Instagram. podcast, mm-hmm. whatever. And, you know, on the flip side uh for those of you even you know what not even on the flip side for for everybody just re- remember that stoics love their families deeply unshamely each in their own unique ways and in that you need to understand that in however way you're going to show love and affection to your family sh- sh- you have to at least show it in your actions instead of your words like we talked about it's much more important to do than to say anybody can talk but not everybody can act on it so give your family the benefit of the doubt for minor mistakes. Don't fight with them over little things. Love them unconditionally and just be a good person in your family and contribute to what they need and how you can benefit them. Well, and just to add on to that, through your actions, we can't give advice on what actions to do. It has to come from you. It has to be genuine. Right. Like like all other things, you know your family the best and so you know what is going to mean the most to them. Do those things. And if right. you don't, take time to find out what those meaningful things are and do them because your family is your rock and it is important that you show them that by taking the time to do meaningful right. things and f- figuring out. So with that being said, we're going to close episode five, a little short episode on families. Thank you for listening. And we're out. We'll see you next time.